Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Season 2's theme is... Our 2021 Year in Review. And Episode 1 is our 2021 Travel Stats. Oh, you know I'm getting excited. No, a man who loves statistics. Of the 13 original colonies, there is only one that doesn't border the Atlantic Ocean. Which colony, now a state of course, is it? Lightning struck in an open plain And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane Let's just talk Till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my way Okay, Heth, I know you always get nervous and you think you always have to get the right answer, but you don't. This is supposed to be fun. Yes. However, I mean, as a former history teacher in a past life, you would think I would know the original 13 colonies and geographically where they are located, but I am having a hard time. I'm thinking like, was West Virginia part of the original 13? Because that doesn't border... The Atlantic Ocean. I mean, to be fair, I'd, I would not be able to name the 13 original colonies. I mean, I could name some of them. Sure. Um, especially with this hint, if, you know, most of the things bordering the Atlantic Ocean. Okay, 13 original mm-hmm. colonies. Virginia. There's only one. Jersey. Um, Delaware uh, was one. Pennsylvania, New York. I think New Hampshire. I don't know. Maine. I don't. Yeah, it's tough. I okay, mean, so what do you what do you think it is? It's all going down the coast, like does not border the Atlantic Ocean. I'll give you a hint. You already said it. It is West Virginia. Nope. Oh, what I said one that doesn't border the great state of Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh, duh! <laughs> I guess I'm just. <laughs> That's so obvious. In hindsight, yes, it's obvious. It's obvious, it's but obvious. I guess I'm, I, yes, that's. If you guys are in fourth <clears throat> grade, you probably know all the 13 original colonies. <laughs> if you're far removed from fourth grade, you probably forget all of them or some of them. But yes, Pennsylvania, when I found this stat, I thought it was pretty cool because I, I, yeah, off the top of my head. And again, I don't know if I would have gotten it either. I, I find them. So I think, oh yeah, that's obvious, but. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, well, no, it's definitely obvious. I guess I just wasn't, I know that Pennsylvania was an original colony, but I guess I wasn't thinking that it didn't border the ocean, which is stupid because we used to live there. Well, hey, <laughs> you never know. If you guys got it right, great. We've got more trivia coming for you over the next couple of episodes. This is a five-part, at least to start right now, we believe it will be a five-part season. And we're starting with our travel stats. And if you've been a longtime listener to this podcast, you know that every year we do our year in review. So if you're one of the people when we did the short-term rental thing and you liked it and you said, hey, you're going to talk travel again. Well, here you go. We're talking travel again. Um, and it is a look back at our 2021. And one of the reasons we do this is for personal reasons. We enjoy this whole process, but also to 
maybe motivate or inspire you to look back on your 2021. And travel has certainly looked different for all of us in 2021 and in 2020 than it did in years past. But we still did get a little bit of travel under our belt and we still had some really good experiences, whether they uh, were less far flung this year, for sure, when it comes to our travel. Than, than typical, uh, especially, you know, pre-kids and pre-pandemic. We were going and doing a ton of international travel. That has slowed down a bit. But we do our travel stats, and we'll tell you all the places we stayed, and we'll tell you the miles that we traveled and all that good stuff. And uh, most importantly, Hat, the thing that takes us the most time to do is how many places we've slept, like all the different places we slept and how many nights we spent at each place. That's usually a fan favorite. That's usually stuff that people like to go and do themselves if they like to do stats. It's just look at every day of the past year and where you were and where you spent it. And then that kicks us off into all the other stuff that we do where we'll talk travel superlatives. This is like back of the high school yearbook, right? Prettiest, class clown. I think you won best hair. Am I right with that? I did. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. I want craziest hair. I wish I still had the craziest hair at this point. Um, Then we do best meals, best drinks and desserts. We're combining into one and then best experiences. So there's your five parts. Travel stats today, travel superlatives, best meals of 2021, best drinks and desserts of 2021, and best experiences. And Heth, we are going to drop all of these... At All once. at one time, just like a real bingeable season. Uh, yeah, we figured we didn't. We knew we couldn't do it for the first one, most likely because we had a lot more episodes. But with our year in review, you know, we enjoyed doing them all at once anyway recording them all at once. So we figured with five episodes, we could probably manage to get them all done and release them all at the same time. So you guys will have to let us know if you prefer them getting dripped out by you know weekly one at a time or if you like us dropping them all so that you if you want binge on all of them so we're going to try two different styles and how we move forward will be based on the feedback from you all so let us know on instagram at extra pack of peanuts so hath the thing that takes us the most time is going through every single day and determining where we slept now it back in the day it was harder um because my memory is getting worse and worse but also because we were piecing stuff together with Facebook, with Instagram, things like that. Last year, you said, Trav, just turn on your Google Maps setting that tracks you wherever you go, which is a little scary, but made this a lot easier. It just is what it is. It's 2021 after all. So yes, we can know where everybody is at all times if we just turn on our Google Maps or the Find My iPhone. or We don't do the whole tracking where your significant other is um, yet. Yet. But I certainly will start doing that when our kids are older because I know my brother who has two teenagers, you know, my oldest niece just got her license and he can even, he has an app that can even tell how fast she's driving somehow. I'm pretty sure. So yes, things are a lot different than when we got our driver's license. For sure. So uh, this, this made it a lot easier to do, but we also then went back and every day that we spent in our house, we decided we were going to see how many guests we had as well. And that took a little bit of time. So drum roll here for the amount of places that we slept in 2021, the amount of different places. Heth, do you want to take a guess how many it was for you? Because I don't think you've seen the numbers yet. Um... Hey, I don't know because I didn't. Travis is the one who really, really likes to nerd out with this particular statistic of the nights 
slept. And since you have the Google Maps, I really wasn't involved in this part. So I, I honestly don't know. Maybe 12? Okay. Close, close. You had 15 different okay. places that you slept in 2021. Up from 2022 when you had 11. <laughs> but I did want to tell people your average of the past five years, pre-2020, mm -hmm. was 45 different places a oh, year. Yeah. So we have come a far way from that. Uh, in 2015, you actually set an all-time record between <laughs> all of us. 74 different places. Wow. In, so, what, in 2014? That was 20... Oh, sorry. 2015. 2015. 74 different places is still the high watermark for either of us. So... Wow. Yeah, I that's can... That's a lot. That's, that's some fast travel. Yes, indeed. That's yeah, that was a very travel. busy year. And for me, uh, my highest as ever was also in 2015. It was 72 places. This year, I did 19, so a little more than you. We'll talk about why that happened. Uh, up from 13 of last year, and my average of the past 55 years, pre-2020, was 50. So, yes, our travel, when we just look at this, you know, if you're looking at at a chart here, it's just the average amount of places slept is going down, which means we are spending more time longer in places. And 2021 was no exception, including a place that we spent the most amount of time, like it was the slowest we had ever traveled. We spent more time in one destination than we had ever spent before. And that was when we went down to Costa Rica mm -hmm. in January, February, and March of 2021. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it feels worlds away when we were fast traveling before we had kids and, you know, 2015 is six years ago now. So it is a little strange, but that doesn't mean that we haven't kept incredibly busy this year, as I think the statistics will show us, because we did still manage to bump around quite a bit and have a bit of a hectic year, I have to say especially in the middle part of the year. So to give you a little bit of a breakdown, first, I'll, I'll give you guys a breakdown of the places we slept. I'll just give you a straight number. So if mm -hmm. your number's narrowed, here you go. Uh, and then we'll talk about what that meant and kind of what that looked like in real life. So mm -hmm. the house that we used to live in outside of Philadelphia, which we just sold in August, I spent, uh, both of us spent 46 nights at. So that was June, essentially June and July. Yeah. Um, we spent time there and then we sold it in August. So June, July, we spent there and it was bittersweet. Uh, you know, the first house we ever owned together. I had owned it since 2007, you know, yeah. where our kids first house they've ever been in. So it was a bit and, bittersweet. And Wit still talks about it as the regular house and when we're going to get it back. And we're like, nobody, we're not, we're not getting that house back. But yeah, it is. I was looking at some of the pictures too, as we were going through our year in review, a lot of it is me, you know, looking at pictures I've taken of our experiences, our food, our drinks, things like that. And, you know, I saw the pictures of the house looking beautiful. And then I saw the pictures of the house in the packing mode and it made me feel anxious. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we don't have to pack up a house we owned for 14 years again. Cause that was, that was a lot. That was a lot of crazy. That was a lot. So the new house, which Wit lovingly refers to as the beach house, which is now, we're trying to explain to him, our regular house. He doesn't get it. He's four. But the <laughs> house that we moved to down here in North Carolina, which is now our new home and our home base, I did 165 days here this year, and you did 174. So a little under half the year, just yeah. a touch under half the year yeah. we spent here. I mean, I would like even more time than that 
which I think my guess 2022 will be that because as I said, this year was hectic. And while we still want to travel, I think if we could do without the whole moving between houses that we're selling situation in 2022, that'll be nice. I, my, my More crystal, travel, my, less moving. <laughs> yeah, my crystal ball says that should happen. Well, who um, knows? Because you, your crystal ball throws us for quite a few curveballs. Curveballs. All right. So, um, and to what this meant was, we were we were there in April uh, at, at this house that we're recording in right now. We were there in April, a little bit in May. Some of you, if you've listened to the podcast, you know we had Netflix film a movie here. So that was essentially the second half of May. And then we were out June, July, and August because we rented it out for the summer and we didn't come back until the end of August. And then since then, you have been in this house the whole time. Uh, there was a little bit of a, all right, a couple days stretch there where we went to a wedding. But um, yeah, that's been the long run, basically August through the end of December. Yeah, intentionally, because when we finally got back to North Carolina, I said, I'm not going anywhere. Anybody who wants to see me can come here. And they have. We'll and talk about have. how many guests who have come here. And I was have. done with the moving around. It moved from traveling to hosting mode. Then we also bought a set of four cottages right down the road here in North Carolina as well. And we spent 19, both of us spent 19 days in uh, mm-hmm. a two bedroom, one bathroom, 720 square foot cottage that had not even a real kitchen and it was uh it, it was, was fun it was not that fun <laughs> okay. fun for a couple of days not, not it was fine it was definitely it was we were happy to have a place to happy stay to place. yes but as yeah. we were renting this house out at the end of august we needed a place and so we came down here and that talk about hectic that was nuts because we had just gotten these cottages we were trying to renovate them we were moving furniture in out and everywhere uh okay so yeah we'll say fine not fun yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't want to say that our cottages aren't fun. They are. But if you're coming down and you're moving uh, all of your stuff from another home and you can't put it in your new home yet because it's rented out. And then you also have stuff to put in the cottages. We had a pod. We had to get a storage unit. We had to unload a U-Haul, U-Haul in the pouring rain. So, no, that part was not fun. But if you were just coming to stay at a cottage and sure. relax and have fun and it was already set up. That would be fun. That would be nice. That if you were staying fun. in an unrenovated small cottage with two kids with basically no kitchen, not as fun. Um, Got to give a shout out to our friend Amy, though. She stayed in one of the other cottages mm-hmm. and her and her girls, super big help. They were there for all of those 19 days, I believe. Or almost. Almost all of them. Um, interesting. The numbers don't lie. Zero nights at friends' houses. Wow. I think that's because we have two kids and us coming into friends' houses means a bit of a hurricane. Well, and it also means because we've bought a house at the beach that our friends always want to come here, obviously, because then they can be at the beach. So I think, you know, when we traveled to see friends, they were always close to family's houses. So we would stay with family, which I'm sure will be coming up next. Well, yes, 17 days for both of us at family's houses. It's a little easier. A lot of that is... Uh, your mom's house, my mom's house, my, my parents' house, I think are the only... Oh, and your brother's house one night, too. So people that uh, know what they're in for when we come through town. So yeah. 17 nights in those, and we thank uh, our family for giving us those opportunities. Um, that's that's probably a good amount. 17 nights throughout a year is, is enough to spend mm-hmm. with family and uh, kind of yeah bring our craziness there. Two nights at a resort... Ooh. Very nice. 
Two, two very nice nights. Mm, yes, we'll talk about where that is in a moment. Um, I did 10 nights at hotels this year. You did seven, and that was simply because I went to New Orleans for a conference and did three nights in um, in a Marriott there that, that you didn't and the kids didn't come to. So that's where that discrepancy is. But hotels, a little higher than normal. A little higher than normal. Um, Airbnbs. You want to tell them how many nights? 91 nights at Airbnbs. And so I guess that doesn't include, does that include our nights in Costa Rica? Yes. Okay. Yes. It does. That includes our nights in Costa Rica. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, that it's always hard to like, what's an Airbnb? What's not an Airbnb? Right. right. For Airbnbs, it was like apartments and or houses. And so mm-hmm. we had, I believe, 70 some nights in Costa Rica okay. in one stretch. You stayed in one specific unit. We moved out. We'll talk about why. Uh, don't worry. No, that sounds weird. A Me and fight. the kids moved out. A no, huge um, fight. If you guys listen, you know that Heather got COVID in Costa Rica. So she had a quarantine. So she stayed in the three-bedroom apartment. And then the kids and I and my parents moved to a different place, um, which I'll talk about in the superlatives episode. But that also includes 16 nights where we stayed in a house in the town that we live in here in North Carolina. But it was last minute because Netflix needed our house to film. So that made up a huge chunk of it between the 70 days in Costa Rica and the 16 nights at mm-hmm. another friend or not friends, but an Airbnb here in our own town, 91 nights in Airbnbs total, which is, which is cool. Yeah. And, and super thankful that, I mean, Airbnb is a thing now we get it. We just did a whole series on short term rentals. You can go listen to that season. That's season one about why we like traveling to air with and using Airbnbs. And by that, I mean, short term rentals and also why we like having our own, but just, it's cool that it's an option now that, you know, if we think about it, eight, 10 years ago didn't really exist. I mean, you could find people's homes to rent, but it was a lot harder to figure yeah, out. Definitely. Um, so 91 nights there. Nine nights in an inn or a BNB. And this is one specific inn that we stayed in up on Lake Winnipesaukee um, for nine not consecutive nights because we had to leave for one night because the room was booked, but nine nights total up in Lake Winnipesaukee. Yes. So um, I spent three nights on a horse farm. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I also then on the after that spent three nights at an adult summer camp. Mm-hmm. So some of you listening were there at our Camp Indy, which finally happened after two years of planning. Well, really three years of planning. Um, yeah, so I went up and had, uh, six nights, three at a horse farm and then three at an adult summer camp. So there you have it. You did not spend any time at a horse farm. No, I did not. Nor at the adult summer camp, but maybe next time. Um, a little bit of fun facts here. This is what I like digging into. Um, time in our home base. And by that, I mean our house that we lived in outside of Philadelphia up until August. And then this quote unquote beach house that is our new home base. Why quote unquote? I mean, uh, I, I'm just like, we calls it the beach house. <laughs> I guess we'll call it the beach house, but it's really our just, house. It's our house house now. Um, and I think when I say beach house, people assume it's a set, you know, a vacation house, but it's just our house at the beach so i don't i still don't know how to say it. you tell me what should, should we call I, it the beach house? i just think it's the beach house huh? all right we'll call yeah. it the beach house um so our regular house outside <laughs> of philadelphia and then our beach house as our home base you spent 220 nights in our home base and i spent 211 and this surprised me 
the least amount of time in our home base since 2017. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> okay. You felt like... You, you, you're feeling it. You're feeling the yes, running around. Yes, I'm feeling the running around for sure. Like I said, you know, next year, it's not that I necessarily need to be at home more. I mean, I, I obviously will happily be at home more now that we literally live on the ocean. But it's more that if we can take away the crazy, hectic parts that we weren't here. You know, like if next summer we go somewhere and it's like, oh, we're not we're not packing up, selling and moving um selling our house and moving and we're like oh let's go to spain if we can even go to spain next year please can this all be over can i get a whoop whoop yeah bye covid please but yeah i mean it is a little hard to even think about next year because you know we all thought 2021 was going to be the year it passed the year yes. you know so whatever if we can next year go somewhere it's like, okay, we want to leave for two months in the summer. Well, we'll go to one place and it will be this amazing, relaxing, wonderful time. Yeah. Whereas I, I think well, it this just, last year was not the case. Right. It just goes to show you it's not always the amount of time you spend in your home base or spend traveling. It's the, and we've hit on this a bunch, it's the type of travel. So mm -hmm. yeah, if we spend three months away from our home base, like we did in Costa Rica, but it was in another place in essentially one condo it doesn't feel as herky-jerky as our may where and i'll just give we'll, we'll give people the rundown of our yeah. may um essentially our may what what it looked like was the fact that we went from living in this place then netflix came so we did 16 days in an airbnb then we went to charleston and we did three different hotels Ooh, in six nights so two nights tough. at each yeah then we came back. Plus, you got the stomach virus. Then Hattie got the stomach virus. Then I got the stomach virus. Then your mom got the stomach virus. All while moving in between Charleston, our beach house, and then back to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah, we yeah. came back for two <laughs> days after Netflix was done filming. Spent two days here. Packed it up to get ready for Airbnb guests. Then went back to Pennsylvania. We were with my parents for a couple days. Then went into our house had two months there in the house outside of Philadelphia, except that was spent packing, cleaning, and getting ready to sell it. Um, and in that time, we also went up to New Hampshire to visit your family for nine days. So it was a whirlwind until we got back in this house the end of August, because then we came back here, spent 19 days in the cottages, then moved back into this house. So um, that was that May through September time was bonkers. And probably... I would say, if if I'm looking at our life, Heth, mm -hmm. the most hectic time that we've ever had together since we since we've been together. Yeah, it was I, I, it was very challenging, and it was exciting, and it was a lot of emotions, right? Because we very quickly bought this property of four units of the cottages here. I mean, literally in 72 hours, we saw it and then the deal was done. So that was really exciting and really hectic. But then going home, packing up, you know, we were happy to be selling, but sad to be selling like all these emotions. It was just so much. And then all of that combined with this, this year of this 
never ending pandemic, it's really, I'm not trying to be negative, but it was a lot to process. Oh, it, it, <laughs> it was, was a lot ton, to process. It was a ton to process. In there, we also sold five Philadelphia properties. Yes, there we go. I um, almost forgot about those. And again, no, no complaints. We're just looking. It was not how we imagined our year. And we'll get into this in the superlatives where we talk about most unexpected things that happen in good and, and bad ways right. and things like that. But it was a, it was a full on May to September crazy time period where January, February, March in Costa Rica, I would say was one of our most relaxed, certainly probably our most relaxed travel we've ever done. Mm -hmm. And just to give you guys a little bit of uh, background on that, we originally were only planning on going for January, but because this house on the coast here in Carolina was renting, we decided to stay for February and then most of March. So... That was while we did long-term travel, it was also done a little of uh, in an EPOP way where it wasn't, we didn't say we're going for three months. It was a couple weeks, a couple more yeah. weeks, Heather got COVID, a couple more weeks, you know, and it all ended up being almost three months, yeah. but it certainly wasn't planned that way. And it, I mean, and that was a really, other than when I got COVID, which was horrible, um, it was a really nice time there this year, or sorry, next year in 2022, we are going back to Costa Rica, but this time we are only going for three weeks because the, we have these renovations going on here in North Carolina at our bungalows and, you know, the kids are in what's in preschool. So while we're happy to still travel and be gone for a couple of weeks, you know, we do like the routine of being here. So it is more planned out this time, and I don't think that there's any way that we will be staying longer than three weeks. But you never know because I, Trav, Trav has a way of talking. I mean, when she says that, I can tell things. she doesn't even really believe that there's no way it would happen. <laughs> um, in 2021, Heth, you spent 124 straight days in the beach house. That's basically up until now through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and also at the condo in Costa Rica and Tamarindo, you were there 74 out of 75 days. We did take one overnight trip to Nosara once. And then I did 87 days in a row to the beach house. I actually think that your statistic is wrong because I believe that when I was done quarantining, I actually spent one night or maybe two nights at the other house you guys rented. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess they all count as Airbnbs. Yes, it just so. depends which one. Yes. Okay. So you weren't there 74 out of 75 no, days. You I, were there 72 out of 75 like days. Like it was one night maybe. Okay. Might have been two right. nights. Um, interesting. When I was allowed back with my family. After 10 after days. After 10 long days. Of quarantining. Um, I did 87 days in a row at the, at the beach house. That's the longest I've ever been in one spot. When I say that, I mean, the, since we've kept started keeping statistics way back in 2015. So yeah, and, and I loved it. And I think that goes to show, uh, like you said, if, if you like where you are and you like where you live and we found a place that we do like, it doesn't mean you have to be go, go, go. Even people who feel the need to be go, go, go like myself a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm content here. So that's, that's good. Um, except when it gets cold. Well, okay, uh, <laughs> that's true because it's December. We're recording at the end of December here. We're doing it right at the end. So these stats are, you know, unless something crazy happens in the next two days, these are locked in. Which it um, could, I suppose. You know, so uh, yes, December gets a little cold, which is why in January we're going to Costa Rica. So um, I'm content up through, let's say, 
late November. And then as soon as it started, the cold starts creeping in. I get a little antsy to go somewhere warmer. Yeah. And we I also do want to mention about going somewhere warmer. You know, usually we do a wish list, a travel wish list. And this year we decided not to do it only because it feels a little overwhelming to it, me to think about the places I would want to go because I just don't know if it's possible yeah. to go there. Everyone has to make their own decisions on how comfortable they feel with traveling. We have talked at length about that. Some people have blasted us for traveling at all to Costa Rica last year. Some of you have said, hey, we're glad you did. And you reported on the ground about what it was like. That was ultimately our personal decision of how comfortable we felt. And um, I think, Heath, you and I feel as, as far as maybe my own echo chamber of who I, you know, get to see and who the algorithm shows me, I feel like we're in the middle a bit. Like, I don't need to go and do crazy travel just to do it. Um, I'm going places that I've been that I feel comfortable. But it, it was just it felt overwhelming to make a wish list because a lot of those places don't actually seem feasible in 2020 for us, yeah. 2022. And, for and us. maybe they will, and who knows. But for now, we just decided let's just not do the wish list for next year. And we are going back to Costa Rica. And it's not that it's because we don't want to go somewhere else. We actually thought about maybe going to the West coast of Mexico, somewhere new, but we have friends going again. Our same friends that we met last year, Trav's parents want to go. Uh, Trav's sister is going to be meeting us there from Panama. So it just made sense to go back to the same place that we'd been to before. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you find a place that you love and people that you love spending time with. So that's why right now the only trip we have planned for 2022 is to go to Costa Rica and we'll see what the rest of the year brings. But no wish list this year. Yeah, I think we t we are starting to become more planned with our travels because we want to go longer and because we want to we don't want to fast travel as much. So we have been trying to plan, but yeah, this year felt a little bit like why bother planning if we really don't know what what we're going to be able to do. Um, or what we feel comfortable doing. So as much as we like to do wish lists, like I want to go to South Africa, which I do. Uh, we want to go to New Zealand, which we do. Um, it just, it was like, let's take it as it comes a little bit. And yeah. I think that's the mentality for a lot of people. So yeah. you got to do what you got to do to survive 2021 and the following and, and, and the, next and year. The following. <laughs> All right. So we also, this took way more time actually than figuring out where we spent our nights was the visitors at our beach house. And this is a new new in the last two years. And I want to keep this going. This is maybe you guys don't care as much. Maybe you do. Hey, this is for our personal um, records as well. But I think it's neat to host. Like we both love hosting. Yeah. And especially when you can't travel as much or you're not traveling as much, whether you can and you choose not to or you can't. This goes for pandemic, post-pandemic, pre-pandemic, whatever your life situation is. Uh, we've always found it really enjoyable to host because it's it's a way to, you know, if people haven't been to your area, kind of show them a new experience that you get when you travel to a new area. Um, so here's how these stats break down. The number of guests that we had this year was 31. So 31 different people okay. came through and stayed a night, I should say. There was more than yeah. 31 people who have come through. But 31 different people came through and spent a night at our house. The total nights that we were there, that you were there, I should say, 174. Mm -hmm. We told people that earlier. 174 total nights that you were there with guests in the house. And sometimes it was multiple guests, right? 66 nights with guests in the house. So mm -hmm. that's a 
percent. So that's what do you yeah. think about that? Like, I think what's that breakdown? Sixty forty breakdown, basically. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that's a lovely amount. I would even say it with guests could be higher. I mean, we truly love having people here, and because you know we have made friends here in North Carolina, but so we had so we have so many friends and family members in the Philadelphia area, and also in New Hampshire, where I'm from. Uh, that you know, not everybody has even been here yet. Uh, I have no. siblings who haven't even yes, been here yet. Very true. We have friends who haven't been here yet, and we're super excited because we have friends coming next week, um, right after Christmas, and that's going to be awesome. The we have two couples coming. One um, have been here before, and then the other couple and their kids haven't been here before. So, did you include those? Yeah, of yeah, course. Oh, I mean, it, again, even though unless, it hasn't happened yet, unless but, something happens yeah. and they can't come, that's included. I right. mean, it's so yeah, well I would stone. say that you know, for me. We, we just love having people here and experiencing it. And it's like a true vacation almost because you're, you're at the beach. So last year, just for reference, mm -hmm. 56.8 nights were with guests. Mm -hmm. So a little higher last year than this year, um, or a decent amount higher last yeah. year than this year. A lot of that probably had to be, had to do with the fact that we were getting this house ready last year. People came down and helped. Right. Um, well, and because last year people were working from home and schooling from home. True. So we had some friends who were able to come That's because true. their kids were remotely oh, doing school. Very true. So. Yeah. A little, a little higher last year. It'll be interesting to see how 2022 plays out. The longest amount of time with no guests was 18 straight days, mm -hmm. uh, which when I read that, I think. Huh, that's not even three weeks. That That's pretty funny. Again, we love having people, so we don't mind yeah. it. Some of you might be like, oh my gosh, I would sound horrible. But uh, we, we enjoy it. But that's that's not a lot. That's not a long stretch without guests. No. Um, but, and then the top people who came, your sister Julie was here 22 nights. My mom was here 15 nights. Julie and my mom are funny because they come here different ways. My mom will come down for, th both are coming for the Philadelphia area, so they're coming from a far yeah. distance. Julie will come and stay like nine nights at a time. My mom, she'll come and stay like four, three, <laughs> three or four. four. So she makes a lot of trips down, stays not as long. Um, and then your sister and her son um, came for 14 nights as well. So those are the three people, both your two sisters and my mom who are here for over 10 nights a year. And we're super thankful to have, to have that um, because it just, A, we like to see them, but B, it, it's just great, you know, for us with kids, for them to get to see their grandparents and their aunts and things like that. Cousins, so, yeah. Cousins. Um, so that that's our places slept, who came to our house breakdown. Um, typically, and in years past, there in 2020, the flights and the big <laughs> adventures and the overland miles we, we took uh, were a much lengthier section of this podcast. But this year, not as much. We took... And when I say we, I took four total flights. You and the kids took two total flights. So we can like run. round trip. Flights. Yeah, right. Like trips. We can run through that. The biggest one and the, the one that was 4,228 miles was last in January of 2021. We went, as we mentioned, to Costa Rica. Yes. So that was Philly to Liberia, Liberia back to Philly. That was 4,228 miles. That was the first time Hattie, our two and a half year old daughter, had ever gotten on a flight internationally. Yes, internationally. Um, and it was a new country for all of us. For all of us. So that was exciting. We all got to knock off one new country. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, I'm so glad that we went to Costa Rica. When we, you know, when we took that flight, I was a little anxious, that first flight. Going into the airport filled with people, it felt very strange, but you know, 
But then once we got there, it was just totally amazing. And we were so happy to have taken that flight. But yeah, we didn't do any other big flights until we went to New Hampshire just for a long weekend for a family wedding, which was a very spontaneous trip. And that was the day of day of, yeah, two, day day of before we booked the ticket. Well, day before we booked the ticket. <laughs> and then we actually had a flight delay that meant we couldn't leave until the next day. But that was uh, in the end of August. So yeah, we, you know, March through August, end of August, we didn't fly at all. That was 1,625 miles. And then I took two trips pretty quickly right after that. One that was planned, one that wasn't. In September, I flew from Wilmington here in North Carolina up to Philly, which was a very strange experience because I flew into the Philadelphia airport, which had been our home airport for so many years. Mm -hmm. And all I did was fly into the airport, rented a car on Turo, which if you don't know what Turo is, it's awesome. It's Airbnb for for people's cars. So if, if you're ever you know, stuck and paying a ton for a car rental from an agency. Look at Turo. I've used it. it. We've cheaper. used it a bunch. Yeah, mm -hmm. it can be cheaper. But it was so strange, Heath, because I flew into the Philly airport. I got a car from someone I didn't know. So usually we're used to, you know, friends, Somebody family picking, you up. picking us up after we've traveled somewhere. Nope. I just got in the car and I drove up to our adult summer camp to Camp Indy up in Connecticut. Didn't go explore Philly at all. Didn't go into the Philly suburbs. Didn't see any friends. Didn't see any family. Simply flew into Philly as if it was any other airport. It just was a very odd feeling. Yeah, that would be strange. It's like, I'm home. No, wait, this isn't my home anymore. Um, So that was just, just me. That was 826 miles. And then I got invited to speak at a conference kind of last minute. Um, a real estate conference, the Bigger Pockets conference, which was awesome. And I went and I took a flight Wilmington to Charlotte to New Orleans, which is where the conference was, back, transited through Charlotte, and then back to Wilmington. So that was 1,672 miles. So I took those two flights September, October, like back, almost back to back, like within a week and a half. So yeah. I, that was a hectic little time for me. So four flights overall for me or four trips um, with flying 8,351 miles. Heth, you and the kids did two flights, 5,853 miles, which is well under uh, some of the years where we had 40, 50, 60,000 miles It's flown. a very strange time. It's a strange... I talked to someone the other day, um, Miles Nerds, you'll love this. We had had the Southwest Companion Pass for all of 2020 and all of 2021. Mm. And we didn't use it at all, we did we? We have not used it one time. We have not flown on Southwest. We have not used the Companion Pass. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, there is extenuating I know. On all that time where Hadley was under two, and, she I mean, she, for free. she did, like, when we went to Costa Rica, we didn't have to pay for her ticket. But, yeah, like, two years of her life, pretty much, where she could have flown for free. Yep. Just wasted. Wasted. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. We'll we've make had, up for lost. We've time. had more fun. Uh, do another thing. So overland miles. So this is road trips that we took. Mm -hmm. And uh, so give us a few of the road trips that we took. When we were in Costa Rica, we did a longish road trip from Tamarindo, where we stayed for most of the time, to another really cool beach town called Nosara, and then back to Tamarindo, which in all was only 90 miles, but it, feels like 300 because I mean, it's off-roading pretty much. Yes, and I put this in <laughs> Google Maps. Now, you know, I just put it in. I don't count. I'm not counting the miles as we're doing. I'm just going back and looking at what the Google Maps says. It said 45 miles round one way. 
it took it us took three no five, five to six hours i mean you're going on dirt roads 25 miles per hour ish if you're lucky um you're going like through like rivers like some of the year some of the time you need a four by four vehicle we didn't have one like during different times of year when it's rainier um you won't be able to get through so yeah it was like a long 90 mile round trip but really fun because oh yeah in that one of the best experience road trip yeah i mean we got to stop at lots of little beach towns on the way to nosara and then nosara itself is a very unique beach town because it's basically in the jungle and it's then you're at the beach and it's it's not just like a long stretch of beach it's it's yeah, very it's, it's like a little hippie cliffy and you know yeah cliffy, it's very cliffy well there's lots of cliffs it's like rocky and you know there's the jungle and you can't even get to all the one beach you have to like hike in between them it's it's like ju- ju- people cut places to live out of the jungle and the beach is right there and it's a little bit of you like feels like a utopia it was it's cool it's very no, cool um the next trip we took was from then when we came back from Costa Rica, we flew into Philly. So we went from my parents' house and drove down to North Carolina. So that was 537 miles and uh, just one way. We just came down one way and stayed here for a bit. And then we took a road trip, which was cool, to Charleston from here. Mm -hmm, Which was 375 miles, which took us less time than the 90 miles in Costa Rica. (laughs) Oh, by far. And that was even with us like stopping in that really cute town in South Carolina. Uh I'm I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, But yeah, we went to Charleston for the first time, which was which was cool. Um, And then we went from New North Carolina back to Philadelphia area. For 537 miles. Then we did another road trip. This is when we had listed our house in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania to sell. And we were like, let's get out of town so that the kids don't mess up the house. Yeah, we threw all the showing. Uh, like a seven day period where we yeah. wanted to be away. Yeah. Because we wanted to have showings there. So we went from Phoenixville to Archibald, Pennsylvania, where my brother lives. We spent 4th of July there. Then we went to Sarah. Hold on. Bonus points if oh. anyone know bonus points if anyone knows where Archibald is. Well, it's next to Scranton. Well, every, yeah, I mean, everybody knows Scranton from the office. Yeah. But if you knew Archibald without yeah. that, hey, you're a NEPA. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went to Saratoga Springs because Travis always wanted to go there. So we spent one random night in Saratoga Springs, New York. And it was cute. It was cute. I loved it. Then we drove through Woodstock, Vermont, which was even cuter. If anyone wants like the quintessential fairy book, New England town, Woodstock, Vermont's it. It's gorgeous. Um, and then we stayed in Belknap. Well, Belknap Point Inn. Belknap Point Inn, but like in Winnipesaukee, which is actually Guilford, I think is the address maybe. But then back to Phoenixville for a total of 928 miles driven in our very small Volvo. Yes. <laughs> After that trip was when we kind of came to the realization that with two kids, we needed to buy a minivan. And we did. And, we sure um, did. and every day since, we have been Magic. happy to get in that <laughs> minivan, except for some reason, the sliding doors, the sensors don't work, and they will shut on your hand, as uh, we found out the hard way. Yeah. Our, or foot, I guess, yeah. as our son found out the hard way. Um, and then the last road trip of the, of the time was when we drove from outside of Philadelphia, down to North Carolina to move 
uh, our house of 14 years mm-hmm. to move it down here. I was in a 26-foot U-Haul, and Heather and the kids were in the brand the new minivan. And our friend Amy drove our Volvo down here. Yes. And, uh, um, and so, yeah. 537 miles, and I felt every single one of them because driving a 26-foot U-Haul, not something I was accustomed to. Thankfully, it was you mostly- You did it, though. I did it. It was on 95. It really wasn't that hard because most of it was highway, but I was- very nervous driving something that large, especially when we had to get off and get gas or then when we got off the highway. Yeah, but here's the thing, which surprises me. It doesn't surprise me that you would call up a friend last minute, literally within 45 minutes notice and ask him to join you on a road trip to North Carolina and that that said friend actually was able to do it and then did it. Thank you, Cubes. Yeah, I was driving by his house in Wilmington, Delaware. I'm like, you want to hop in? Yeah. He said, yeah, I'll come down. Which is amazing. Dave is such a great friend. Um, but what surprises me is if you're so nervous to drive a 26 foot U-Haul that you would take it into a small residential neighborhood, residential neighborhood yeah. in the biggest city in Delaware. Oh, I was nervous, but he, he lives right off of the highway <laughs> and I knew right where his house was. I would have so, been like, hey, can you just meet me at this exit? Like have your wife drop us, drop you off right here. I mean, but he, you like went down these narrow little streets, the 26 foot U-Haul. That that was the most nerve wracking part. Yeah, he um, <laughs> and he moved into a new house. I'd never been in a new house, so I knew where his old house was. It was only it's only a block away. So I, if he didn't live, I'm not kidding, less than a mile off the 95 exit, I would have had him meet me somewhere. But it did get a little hairy because I was going through this residential neighborhood and then there were cars parked on both sides. Yeah, I mean, it was a one-way street too. Yeah, and I caught a few tree branches because they were like overhanging. You are so wild. Yeah, well, so. I would not have done that. (laughs) I would have been like, "Uh, Dave, can you just meet me? I'm just going to like pull over in the shoulder at this exit. (laughs) I did park. um, I did park in not right in front of his house like a block back because there was this huge spot because there's a fire hydrant i'm like well i'm just gonna park in front of this fire hydrant for the 10 minutes i have to go find him um and no one's gonna ticket me i don't think i've got this massive u-haul there you go um so i guess i'm a i'm a truck driver now there you are no i after doing that (laughs) mad props to anyone who drives big trucks and and buses and stuff I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah. Like well, it. one other random fact about Trav, talk about, you know, your dream lifestyle and being location indie. You once said to me years ago that you thought it would be one of the most interesting jobs to be a long haul trucker, Yeah, which is a very bizarre thing that you would say, I think. And now after driving a 26 I had a romanticized foot, notion of what it would be like. And I thought, I uh, open road, you know, when it's sunny and you're just driving, you're going through the West in Arizona, you're just driving through, you're chatting with your buddy on the phone, you're listening to a good podcast. This was even My before word. podcasts were big. I don't know. I think it was the walkie-talkie thing also that yes, got you. I, oh, yeah. It's like, like, they have cool walkie-talkies. You're such a child. I <laughs> Listen, on a good day, driving somewhere cool... On a highway, a trucker could be an amazing experience. I'm guessing most truck drivers listening would be like, yes, but the good days are few and far between. There's a lot that the, you have to put up with, with bad weather. And yeah, well, like and just having such a huge vehicle that you're responsible for. Okay, I well, mean, I've recanted yeah, that I don't want to be a truck driver. I'd rather be though, a podcaster. It's a very right. strange thing to say, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> total miles that I traveled this year, 11,355 our pre-2020 average for the five years before that was 42,000. So significantly less. Heth, you were in at 8,857. 
and your average pre twenty twenty was thirty nine thousand. Yeah. So yeah, less. All right, though. It's all good. It's all good. Um, Hattie and Wit, our son and daughter, both did eight thousand eight hundred and fifty seven miles as well. So that was, um, yeah, that that's that. Countries visited, and we're getting we're getting ready to wrap up this stats and superl- or stats, and we'll move into the superlatives. But the countries visited. Yep, just the U.S. and Costa Rica. But thankfully, all of us, all four of us, you, me, Wit, and Hattie got to knock a new country off in Costa Rica. We had never been. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to see in 2022 whether we do get to a new country or not. Obviously, we're going back to Costa Rica, so that won't be new. We spend the time in the U.S. I don't know. What would you say are the odds of us knocking a new country that you, that we have not been to off the list. I can't even say. I'm not even going to try to put an odd out there. I'm, I'm going to guess under gonna 50%. Let it be. Yeah, I just I don't, don't know. know if it's going to happen. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But we are super thankful for our health of all of our family members. And, you know, we are still able to go places such as, you know, planning this trip to Costa Rica, a place that we love. So that'll be fun for 2022. Yeah. States visited. Um I had eight, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Hampshire, Connecticut, New York, Vermont, and Louisiana. Um, Heth, you had six. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Hampshire, New York, and Vermont. And it would be the same for the kids, I would imagine. Um, yes, it is. And um, but you, So you and I have not, did not see any new states this year or this pat in 2021. But Wit and Hadley did. They both, Wit got to see South Carolina. He had never been to South Carolina yeah. before. And Hadley had never been to New York nor South Carolina. So she okay. knocked two off her Yeah, list I guess that's true. And to be fair, I don't think I had ever spent the night in South Carolina before that I can remember. Like I've driven mm. through it, but I mean, I guess Hilton if we're Head. talking... No, I never went to Hilton Head. Oh, you weren't there on that trip. No. Okay, all right, all right. So that was kind I of a new, yeah. there go. There we go. a new state for me because I never spent the night in South Carolina before. We'll take what we can get, guys. Sure. We'll take what we can get. So there you have it. Those are our travel stats. Super fun for us to do. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, My favorite thing to do and ask you guys to do on social media is to let us know if you go through and you do, and you're as crazy as, I want to say us, but really. You. But I do enjoy seeing the results. Would you do it on your own? Probably not. Okay. So (laughs) if you're as crazy and you're willing to do it on your own, let us know how many different places you slept. I think that's the the most fun thing that I've seen over the last seven, eight years is like, how many places did we sleep? You know, 19 for me this year. What were you at? Were you at 13? you're at 15 15 so i was 19 you're at 15 let us know guys on social at extra pack of pants how many different places did you sleep in 2021 and do you think that it will be higher in 2022 let us know at extra pack of peanuts on social and you get to binge if you want episode two if you're going in order our travel superlative so be ready for coming that. up next Lightning struck in an open plain And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane Let's just talk till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my way On my way through
question i have to ask you because oh i just goodness. love stats how many days do you think you're going to spend in your home base in 2022 and how many days did i spend this year 174, 174. i want to say 225 okay write that down we'll see <laughs> or <of> more 